Of the Nerd Pool Podcast. I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a JMIE, your 781st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. But today we are taking a left turn out of the geek culture and right down the rabbit hole. That's right. We're talking conspiracy theories. It's the first time we are going to be doing the conspiracy files. I have a special guest in here today. My buddy, Clint Poston. Hello, my name is Clint Poston. I am from Planet Nibiru. No, hey, what's up, guys? Um, we're going to talk about Planet X today. So, Jamie, how much research did you do? I, I, I did enough to know that I love conspiracies. I love, I always want to believe they're real. And this one, I just, I think this is oh. the biggest bunch of crap. Oh, I've ever man, in my this life. one takes so many different turns it's hard to follow uh there's a lot of content on it man it's just like back and forth you can't really tell what's going on first of all i'm looking around at casa de la podcast here and i love what you've done with the place i got deadpool over here and i got the joker batman awesome man i love it thank you thank you i try i try to be as accommodating as possible it's a perfect place for this kind of podcast too because you know i was going on the interstate and i got off on the exit to get to your house right and I take a lift, and there's a guy that holding a sign that says, Why lie? I need beer. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that guy's reptilian. Probably. Yeah. But he, just ha- he hasn't hit the level yet. Yeah. Of a, of He's a- definitely <laughs> not the elite. He is a reptilian, though. He does not need beer. He needs all your gold. That will come in later. What I'm saying is, first off, uh, anybody listening to this, I want to say congratulations for surviving yeah. the apocalypse yeah, that we- was supposed to happen on the 23rd that we... Apparently got pushed back another month. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. And uh, from what I've read, Nibiru, Planet X, whatever they you want to call it, depending on who you talk to, is either a, a planet that is deep in our solar system that rotates around us and the sun. In a heliocentric orbit. They're every 3,600 years, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> right, and this guy, Zachariah Stitchin, uh, we'll talk about him later. He, he comes up with, I guess, what would you say theory of uh these cuneiform tablets from from sumeria that this guy henry lanier discovered wow wow but apparently like from who you talk to this planet is either going to hit the earth and destroy us it is going to come close enough to change the pole gravitational pull and destroy us or it is a planet that we are going to live on in the future this is where again i love conspiracies and and i want to believe it but i just do not believe this one because there's so many at least another conspiracy to get a little consistency among the people who believe it this one is just so off the wall it's so far-fetched it's it's hard to believe but once you get sucked into it you get sucked in there like i did it's it's like watching youtube videos just start off watching one thing next thing you know you're watching how a nuclear bomb was made in 1938 it's insane crazy so let me start off here okay so some people say that it was supposed to collide with the earth september 23rd which was yesterday so some some crazy lady I forget her name. She said that it was supposed to collide with the Earth back in, uh, what was it, 2012. 
December 24, 2012 is when it was supposed to collide with the Earth, quote-unquote. But there's another theory that it's just supposed to set to a, set to appear in the skies from September 23rd, and then so on, it will start having its effects on polar shifts, the tsunamis and all the hurricanes that we've been seeing and stuff like that, all around global devastation, basically. So, I don't know. This, this thing is supposed to come around, and it's supposed to get close to Earth, and its gravitational pull is supposed to be so strong that it will offset our polar shift. The, the, the issue I'm, I'm seeing with that is, again, they're, they're saying that it's getting closer every day. Like, it, it, apparently this thing was first seen in the mid-90s. Yeah. And, and they're like, it's getting closer and closer and closer. At the point of where it is now to where if it's going to be close enough to change our gravitational pull, then it should be it should be visible to the naked eye. Because there are times when I can look out and see Jupiter. I can look out and see Saturn. No, no, Jamie. No, Jamie. <laughs> Chemtrails, bro. Trails. Chemtrails. Chemtrails. They're, they're constantly spraying the sky. They, they don't want us to see what's out there, Jamie. They that just is, let us see what we, you know, what we can see, what we're allowed to see. You're going to end up on some kind of uh, I have been on so lists. many lists from this research. Oh, my God. I'm on all the lists. You're going to end up on some Every kind list. of FBI watch list. I'm, I'm serious. If, if, if there's times when I can see Saturn or Jupiter and these planets that are that far away, and this one is getting closer every day, I should now be able to look outside and see it with my naked eye, and I'm not seeing anything. Well, what they say is it it's it, it doesn't well emit its own it emits its own light, but it's it's from the center of the planet supposedly, and it's supposed to be encrusted. It's covered in dust, Jamie. You can't see it because it's covered in dust, that, bro. That, that, that doesn't make sense. That, never that, mind, man. <laughs> that, you're, you're, you're never going to understand. Obviously not. Gotta... That, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't make sense to me that this is the one planet that is this close to our planet that we just can't see because, I, I guess, dust is covering, so it's reflecting light. Yeah, to where... exactly. And they come up with a lot of things. I mean, chemtrails, the dust that covers it to keep us from seeing it. And there's a lot of videos out there. If you go and look up YouTube, there's videos on there where there's people like, oh, well, you can you can obviously obviously see Nibiru, and you know it's like live feeds from like Norway or some shit. And it's just it, it's crazy because it's obviously just a flare off the camera. You know, like this past eclipse was eclipse we were having. Uh, I took a picture of it, and you could obviously see like the reflection of it off the I forget the camera term for it. But it's just a reflection off the lens of the camera. And, and there's so many people out there doing that. And it's just like, it's like the size of the sun. And it's just, a lot of people say that the last eclipse that we have was actually Nibiru. <laughs> I didn't, I haven't, I did not passing, hear that one. Yeah, passing in front of the sun. Which, I mean, it, this will have a lot of ties with Bible verses. And it'll have a lot of religious ties. Um, well, that's what uh, this whole past apocalypse, what was his name? Uh, David. David uh, Mead. David Mead, yes. He apparently... Said the thirty-three, the number thirty-three was significant in the Bible. Jesus was thirty-three years old when he died. The Jewish term for uh, Jesus, which I can't think of the word off the top of my head right now, was used thirty-three times in the Bible. And the numerical code and biblical code. Now, granted, I will say there is biblical code. There is sometimes when it does play out. Um, if you look at biblical code, it they say it predicted the death of, of Princess Diana. Now, the way this goes is the guy said it was supposed to happen in October. Then he comes out and says, no, it's going to be September 23rd. So at midnight on September 23rd, a few hours later, he sends out a memo saying that, no, he didn't mean that the earth was going to end. He said he sent out saying that the earth was going to begin ending on September 23rd and that it was going to be pushed back. 
So this right here makes no sense to me. That why would you want to put your reputation out there? Oh, oh well, I mean, I mean, how did, how disappointed do you think he was? I wanted to be in that room when he's sitting there, and he's like, yes, yes, 11.45 rolls around, and he's like, oh, you know, he's got this big, you know, you know what he's got, and <laughs> 12 o'clock rolls around, and he's just so disappointed. Then man. he goes into a PR mode to try to cover yeah. himself. Well, I mean, they, they made the claim that uh, December 12th, what was it, uh, 2012? Yes. Or December 21st, 2012. It, it, was, was, it was apparently, um, the Sumerians predicted the end of the Earth in, I think it was 2007, and now, granted, I will tell you this: we've had a Armageddon apocalypse theories forever. Uh, the first one that I, I read about was uh, uh, Millerism, which was in 1807, I think it was. Yeah. They said that the Earth was going to end. That didn't happen. This goes all the way up to Heaven's Gate, the cult that drank the Kool Aid yeah. because there was a UFO behind the uh, yeah. moon that they were going to go and see. They thought before. that they were going to. It was. Uh, it, it, it was. Uh, it was a comet. But yes, Actually, it was a comet, and yeah. they thought that they were going to be able to, their spirits were going to transcend into the comet, and they were going to be able to follow, uh, was it Halix Comet? No, it was, uh, both, not, it's not Boba Fett, why the fuck am I saying Boba Fett? It's like, you got nerd on the mind, I guess so. it's you like, it's, it, it's like Boet, Boa Fett, or something like that, but... That's what I'm saying. It seems like every few years now, especially, we're getting a Armageddon apocalypse theory, and I just I, you you can't believe any of it anymore because at some point it's going to lose all of its luster. That we're yeah. just going to get oh, it's yeah. getting that way now. If somebody says, "Oh, the world's going to go. Oh, well, the world's going to end," and now they're throwing parties every day on yeah, this day. Exactly. And I got a few facts here about this David Mead guy. So he claims to have been sent the secret footage of the encountering planet from um, a French astronomer. He said that showed him uh, video evidence and tapes. He claims that solar eclipse that we had this past was a sign of Nibiru before passing and causing what he claims to be an apocalypse. So this guy really thinks that he really believes this. This guy David Mead really believes this. He's a Christian. He's a Christian guy too. So it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know the way it ties into these Bible verses and stuff. He said the September twenty third dates came from codes in the Bible, and also it shows in the pyramids of Giza. He said something about if you. He claims that the two tunnels set at the precise angles in the pyramids that will point to a celestial object on September twentieth. So I'm guessing that celestial ob- object would be Nibiru, or you know. I've watched a lot of videos on YouTube, and uh, there's a lot of videos that show there's two stars, I guess two, what what is it, binary stars? Binary. That that are very close together, and um, they're going in between the, what is it, Virgo. And they're going in between the legs of Virgo. And there's a Bible verse that says, you know, whenever, uh, it said, okay, it says, there should be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars upon the earth. Uh, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of shall be shaken, the powers of earth shall be shaken, and then th- shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory, and when there when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth near, and that's kind of weird because it says look up withdraw your heads and look up into the sky basically and it's just i mean all of this was kind of creepy i got really creeped out and that was luke 21 25 to 28 uh verses 25 28 
Uh, Revelation 12.1 also says that a great sign appeared and a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, a crown of twelve stars on her head. Uh, and being with child, she cried out in her, in her travail and was in anguish of delivery. So that was what I was talking about when those two binary stars are going down through Virgo because that's supposed to be Mary Magdalene or, you know, the Virgin Mary giving birth to these two stars and they, they call it the Red Dragon. And so these, these, if you look at it in, uh, I guess, an ultraviolet or, or infrared, and it's just got, when you look at it like that, it's just, it's, it looks like two dragon eyes. It, it just go on YouTube and watch these videos about it. It's crazy. It will blow your mind. And like, I guess the theories these people have, have come up from these videos. Uh, there's also, there's a video about a guy that he says, he was looking at Google Earth, and there's a big blacked out spot in the sky. Did you see this, Jamie? Yeah, I, I saw it. You uh, showed it to me, and I went and looked at it, and it's not there. Like, there is a black... It, it, somebody cropped something out. There's obviously something there that, you know, maybe it's a satellite that they have up there that, you know, NASA doesn't want anybody else to know about, or whatever. Whatever the case may be, these people think that they're covering up Nibiru. So, this... What, what would what would be the... That's, that's something I keep saying. They're saying that NASA is covering up Nibiru, and the government... What would be the point of covering up this planet? I mean... If, if, if this planet is... Seriously, if, any rational mind is going to think of, of this. And again, um, I, I like to try to keep an open mind, but a rational person is going to think that if this planet is going to do the damage that it says it's going to do, then what would be the point of hiding it and trying to keep it under wraps? Because it's going to affect everybody. It's going exactly. to basically kill everybody. So why would... The, instead of worrying about trying to cover it up, why wouldn't they say, well, we need to figure a way to negate well what i come up with is they're just i mean if this is happening if this is all real then that, I mean, they're not going to tell anybody they're never going to tell anybody about it because mass it'll, panic, call, it'll cause mass panic mass i understand panic, understand you know. i understand all that but again it just to me it doesn't make sense there's one theory i saw out there and i can't think of the guy that wrote it and nor do i care to put his name out there for other people to read it. <laughs> but uh he, he said that uh, the high-ranking government officials and, and the, the 1% of the 1% in the world know of Nibiru and are basically having putting underground bunkers and they're basically preparing for it to where when it hits, they'll be the only one that survives. Yeah, I read somewhere, uh, was it Elon Musk and, and um, the guy that created Mac? I don't know, what, what's his name? Anyway, they're like going in underground bunkers and stuff. And I know Elon Musk has a lot to do with, like uh, I guess space he, yeah whatnot. he's trying he's, to uh he's one of the ones that's trying to privatize yeah exactly so those people are going underground because obviously they're kooks and they believe the kooks and uh, anybody who says that I, I, i'd legitimately like to know the answer to this if you have one is what would be the point of it if you're if you're that well like i said the one percent of the one percent if you're the, the this people that have all this money and all this smart and let's say you go into an underground bunker and it's all of you the the few of you that go under there and then the earth it wipes out everybody on the earth. What do you gain from it? What What do you gain from it? Your money means nothing in, in, when everybody's gone. Money has no monetary value. It, it means nothing. Food and water is going to be what it is. That's going to be gone. Animals are going to die. Water is going to be gone. So what would be the point well, of you trying to be this, we're going to survive the apocalypse and nobody else is? Okay, well, doing all this research has, has kind of made me gather a theory about that whole situation. Um, it's like a Noah's Ark type deal. You know, um, I mean, you know, I've heard a lot of theories, what I've read, and I've done a lot of research, and woo, let me tell you. Wow. Okay, well, these people say they have DNA banks, 
and they have all this technology to be able to clone and do all this other stuff. And a lot of people say that the the reason that they're coming up with these theories to clone and, and, and having these DNA databases and having all these, you know, test tubes, like test tube children and stuff that they can make, is so that they can come up out of their underground bunkers, you know, kind of a hollow earth type thing after the whole apocalypse, you know, the polar shift. And you know it's going to be cold as shit because if it's a polar shift, it's going to be freezing cold like another ice age. But anyway, they, they think that they could carry these DNA banks and all these, you know, and kind of procreate. And we'll get into that later about the 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 Anunnaki. Did you did you read anything about the Anunnaki? Yeah. Okay. That was the, the, again the, the, the Anunnaki. We're getting into it right now. That right there makes no sense because that that's Sumerian. That's supposed to be the aliens that that yes. put humans here. And that's all good. And well, if you want to get into the, if you if you believe that, that's all good. And well, the problem I have with that is that goes way before Nibiru. That's so many. That's been around forever. Is yeah. people have been claiming that and. It kind of annoys me that all of a sudden now that this planet just pops up, you know, and it's become mainstream now, and well, as mainstream as any conspiracy theory can be, yeah. when it becomes like that, and they're saying that this is now all the, this is the planet where they live, you're just trying to piggyback off something, off another conspiracy well, that, that has been around forever. That was coined by a guy named Zechariah Stitchin. Did you, you read about this guy? Okay. Well, let's say, okay, let's start here. In 1849, uh, a guy named Henry Lanier, all right, he discovered these 22,000 clay cuneiform tablets. And cuneiform is the ancient Sumerian style of writing. Mm-hmm. And they say that they created the first styles of writing. And they're from basically Sumer, Mesopotamia, which is, you know, modern-day Iraq. Um, it included drawings of uh, gods and the solar system, uh, like celestial beings, gods, the solar system. Uh, Sumer also means the land of civilized kings. So this is basically like the first civilization. If you ever heard about Mesopotamia, you'll yeah. know that this is the first civilization. Uh, they invented first writing systems, uh, agriculture. So, I mean, that guy, Henry Lanier, found these 22,000 uh, cuneiform tablets, and Zechariah Stitchin who is a, I think he's an, an economist. Yeah, he's, he's uh, studied in economics, received a degree in economics from the University of London. He was an editor and a journalist in Israel before he moved to New York in 1952. Uh, he taught himself uh, Sumerian cuneiform, what he, the keyword taught himself. So he taught himself how to uh, basically translate these tablets into, you know, basically a translation of a translation. He was one of the earliest systems of writing invented by Sumerians and visited several archaeological sites to where he began his research and his hypothesis he found through searching through these sites. So this guy claimed that he could translate these tablets and he translated them into the craziest thing I could ever imagine. And that has to do with the Anunnaki. Okay, you you want to get into the Anunnaki? The, the gist of what I saw about it was that basically the Anunnaki is what God was. They 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 made us, they created us, and anytime you see a reference to in ancient Samaria or the Mayans or anything when they're talking about God, they're basically talking about the Anunnaki. That's what I'm gathering from it in a nutshell. And like I said before, there's a lot of different theories about this. There's there's one. There's 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 at least like tens of hundreds of different little explanations about you know how this is but the Anunnaki supposedly they were a superior race okay and they came around and their atmosphere is dying 
So, supposedly, allegedly, they can't live on this planet, you know, without their atmosphere. And the only thing that can regenerate their atmosphere somehow is, is gold. I didn't, one, I didn't see this. Yes, so one theory. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelt. Because <laughs> one theory is that our gold is the only way that they can replenish their atmosphere. So, they came down and they said, you know, we need to get this gold. So, they, they put their worker people down here and they started mining this gold and you know after a couple hundred years or whatever you know whatever the this these theories say that they got tired of it you know digging for gold so they said hey we're gonna make a race a race of slaves so to speak and they took uh, homo erectus which is you know a neanderthal basically mm -hmm. and they made they took their dna and they created this race uh, the first race was the Adama race. It came from the Anunnaki uh, creating the worker race so that they couldn't produce. And that was one of the problems when they first started this race is that they couldn't produce. So 70 years, you know, the, the, the original, like, you know, the lifespan of a normal person after 70 years, they couldn't re reproduce. So they're ha constantly having to crank out all these, you know, quote-unquote humans or the Adama race. So... The people kept dying, and they had to reproduce them, created a different race. So they went back to Adam from Adama and created a reproductive species from, quote-unquote, Adam. Now, here's some of the Bible, Bible coming back into it. So uh, supposedly, you know, because how was, how was Eve created? The uh, rib of Adam. Exactly, from Adam. Yeah. So that also ties into it. The Bible says that he took the rib from Adam and made Eve. That way they could procreate. This is what goes back to, and it says that they went back to Adam from Adam and created a reproductive species so that they wouldn't have to keep engineering these humans. So basically, they were lazy and didn't want to do their own job. Exactly, exactly. They so wanted they, us they, to do it again. They, they knew it was shit work. They came down here and created this race, which is us, basically. They created us to mine the gold for them, and so every 3,600 years, you know, they're going to conveniently cruise by Earth and, and, and check on us, I guess, and then steal our gold somehow. Uh, as far as I know, and the history I've taught and the history I've looked back on, I've never seen any time when gold just disappeared, like we had massive no, amounts. No, Um, and I'm just saying this, with gold being at, what, $1,000 an ounce now or whatever, yeah. you better come with some money, because right. you know how we are on this planet. We love our money. You oh, ain't just taking it. And let me tell you, <laughs> uh, cash for gold, genius. Those guys are geniuses. <laughs> Hey, they may be Anunnaki. You never know. That, that's what it is. They're buying it for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, the Anunnaki and, own cash for gold. So <laughs> whenever you're giving your gold and getting cash for it, people, you are helping the Anunnaki build their atmosphere. So every 3,600 years, they come back and check on their created race and found themselves attracted to the women of the created race. They, they, they came down here, and they're trying to steal our women. You know, understandable. So, I've seen the women here. Understandable. <laughs> yes. Uh, understandable. Sometimes I'm attracted to the earth women also. Yeah. They created a race, and this created the Nephilim. Okay, and if you're familiar with the Bible verse Genesis 6, it says, Were the sons of God who married the daughters of men and had children who were giants. And these were the Nephilim. And they supposedly didn't want these Nephilim. Like, you know, because the flood, it goes back to the flood, and they tie it into the Anunnaki flooded the earth because these beings that have you know mated with the the women of earth you know basically making these giants they they created a flood 
So, and I don't know the, where this comes from. It comes from a bunch of different theories. I mean, well, again, that's what I, that's what it goes back to when, when we're talking about and all this. It's that it seems like somebody took a conspiracy theory, which the Anaki's been around forever. I heard about that a long time ago, and yeah. that's a that's a that's one of the more popular conspiracy theories among conspiracy theorists. You know, as far as galactic conspiracy theorists, we're not talking about nine eleven or JFK or anything like that because I think those take the forefront. But what I'm talking about with that is. It seemed to be like somebody said, well, hey, we can tie all this into it and try to piggyback off of it to get momentum for what we need when Nibiru, again, it doesn't make sense. To, to, it, it, it really doesn't. It, it, it's... I, I would love to say it. I love to keep an open mind, but it's just it's, it's such a crazy off the wall. And when you get other conspiracy theories together, like I said, they, they all have a general theme and they all tend to agree on it. When you come to this, there's three, four, five, six, seven, eight splinters exactly. and they all believe something different. They all think the other ones are... You know, lying about it. And they it. all find some way to tie it into, like, the Bible yeah. and what goes on with the Bible. It's, it's very weird. And, I mean, it's when you research it, it, it kind of just sucks you in because the Sumerian tablets were so old. But, you know, you got to think back to look at the guy who translated them and, and kind of taught himself how to translate these. I mean, there's been many people that tried to translate the, the cuneiform. And it's supposed to be, it's it's so old that nobody has, it's like not even, it's older than ancient Hebrew, and it just... It's, yeah, Sumerian's the oldest, I, I think it's supposed to be the oldest recorded language on the earth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, basically that wasn't just somebody speaking, it's the first, I think, recorded to where it was wrote down. Yeah. So, it, it's been, it's been translated umpteen hundred thousand times. Exactly. Everybody translates it different, and... Honestly, with there not being any Sumerians, we don't know what it is. It's like uh, the the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's like certain stuff. I get. We don't know. There's no way you can know what it is oh, because we'll there's never no way to like that. We'll never know. This guy David Mead. Let me get back to this guy David Mead. A little fact. He's the the Christian numerologist we were talking about earlier. He also predicted it would pass around four million miles from the Earth. So he's one of the guys that believes that it's not going to collide with the Earth. It's just going to. Its gravitational pull as it passes four million miles from the Earth is going to be so strong that it's going to offset the poles and just, I mean, you know, I mean, and and it's kind of weird though because when I was doing my research, it was like super late at night, and you know, all these hurricanes and earthquakes and and all this other stuff is just it's, it's very weird. But you know, if there was something out there, if there was something there, we'd be able to see. Well, it. again, the the hurricane things, and I'm going to say this again. When it comes to the hurricanes, it was hurricane season. This happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly. granted, I, I do admit that we'll go a few years and not have any as bad as we've had, you know, where you had three back-to-back-to-back that has hit. But it's done this before. It's not like this is a, oh, my God, we've never had this occurrence. It's hurricane season when this is going on. And during hurricane season, shocking and spoiler alert, hurricanes tend to happen exactly. during hurricane season. Exactly. So I don't understand how you can all of a sudden blame that on a planet that's getting closer to the Earth. Yeah. I mean, if, if if it was real, then yes, the gravitational pull could mess all this up, but it could just convenient that this happens during hurricane season. Yeah. That that's when all this is going to happen. So it lines up very well with what you want to say and how it, it lines up well with your story that you're trying to, in the narrative you're trying to put out there against people. <laughs> well, let's say this. He might not be crazy. He might just be... Looking for Twitter followers. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah, just, I'm just saying. According to a late night in the Midlands, uh, Midlands, late night in the Midlands, uh, it's a conspiracy theory radio show. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, Mead said that some people could survive the storm by creating bunkers on what he called higher ground. And this is simply due to the fact that tsunamis and all the rising water is going to 
come up and, and it's kind of like a flood, you know, like the Noah's flood or the, you know, what we talked about, about the Anunnaki. And so basically he's just saying that all these, I mean, if you look and see all these tsunamis and all this water, like the water receding in, uh, where was it? The water was receding somewhere. I can't remember where exactly it was receding, but it was just. Are you talking about back. after hurricane or before? After the hurricane, yeah. Uh, I know there was places in Houston that the water receded, and where there was water, Florida. all of a sudden there's there's not water there yeah. anymore. Florida, and there's there's other places uh, overseas, you know, when you jump across the pond, there's some places, but that just that happens all the time mm-hmm. when you get hurricanes and when you get you know. So I mean, they just come up with these different theories and try to tie it into what's going on and today. Again, and again, to, to Mr. Uh, Meads, who knew that during a flood or a hurricane, when water comes in or a tsunami, high ground is where you need to be. This is this this is my problem with people like him. They take this basic knowledge and information that everybody already knows, and when they talk about it, they do it, and they have this charisma to where people are like, "Wow, he's right! I can't believe it." Yeah. Everybody knows that during a flood you go to high ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Animals know this, and we don't have to tell them. Or, or an underground bunker. He claims also an underground bunker. It's just that sounds to me like he has some stock in uh, some of them bomb shelters that you place underground. And he's <laughs> yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. Uh, get you to buy. Yeah, he's got a bunch of shares in that for sure. Also, <laughs> going to that uh, FEMA sent out a black sky. I don't know. Uh, before I uh, before I say this, do you ever remember like in I think it was two thousand. Like the early 2000s or the 90s where like NASA came out and said, we found a new planet, you know, outside of Pluto. and Yeah, and, uh, it was, it was that the one that was supposed to be smaller than Pluto? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was uh, um, they called it Plutania. It was EB-114 or something yeah, like that. and these people blew up on the internet saying that it was Nibiru and that it was, you know, starting its course to the Earth and all this other stuff. But if you read, it's supposed to be four times bigger than the Earth. Like, close to being the size of uh, Jupiter. Well, maybe it was just so far off we didn't know its true size. Yeah. Which, again, again, I'm just putting (laughs) this out there. I'm no no scientist. I'm not a genius. No. But when it comes to measuring these planets, when they get the the width of it and the depth of it, and and, how do we know? How do we know how big Saturn and Pluto is? I mean, I... I mean, again, again, there's people a lot smarter than me working on this. I understand that. Oh, yeah. But... Just how do you uh, on something that like we've never we've never got to we've never landed on we've never got close how do you know it's really hard to gauge I mean and and if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong here you said you're not really an astronomer and I'm not really an astronomer either they're gas giants so they really don't they have a core but they do not have a surface so I mean it's really hard to gauge how big it is anyway they just now got a satellite out there after what was it sixty years did you hear about that where mm-hmm. they got the satellite out there and then before it went into the Saturn's atmosphere and, and kind of burnt up that they were like, they've been working on this for 60 years and that's how long it took to get out there. It's that's the, the, that, that's the point I, I'm, I'm trying to get across. That, that when this planet, Nibiru, Planet X, whatever you're calling it, has been around this long and we've yet to... Why, why, if this was true, why haven't they tried to land on it or get a picture of it? If they want to say mass hysteria, you can take that route. But it seems to me like if a planet's getting closer, we're, NASA's all about finding life and finding, you know, getting on other planets. Why yeah. not try to land something on this planet that's exactly. getting closer, that's exactly. coming to you and inviting you? So, again, if it's supposed to be inhabitable, which, again, that's a splinter cell of it, is people saying that it's going to be the planet that we can actually live on. 
if that's true, why not actually try to find out if we can live on it if it's on a collision course here? And I'm not going to live on something that goes 36,000, 3,600 miles away from the sun. Because <laughs> you can only imagine how cold it is 3,600 miles away from the sun if this thing even is real and if it is in a heliocentric orbit around the Earth, or around the sun, rather. FEMA also, uh, did you hear about this, the Black Sky event? Mm-mm. Uh, FEMA has a black sky event that was practiced for an EMP tact or a celestial phenomenon. So apparently FEMA's practicing for this, like, you know, I guess North Korea or whoever may, like, attack us with an EMP bomb or something like that that's going to knock out all the, the electronics and stuff. So back all those, uh, back all these uh, these shows up, uh, Nurple Podcast, on uh, VHS or tapes <laughs> or radio tapes or CDs or whatever you have. So we're, we're going to try to keep this alive here. Anyway, uh, 1983, they discovered a planetary system outside of our solar system that reflects no light. And this is another thing that just had them writhing when they figured that out. And that was uh, that was put out by NASA. And uh, in 1992, NASA also put out something that said, unexplained deviations in the orbit of Uranus and Neptune point to a large outer solar system body of four to eight times the Earth's mass. Here we go with the 48 times. Uh, on a highly tilted orbit, seven million miles from the sun. So that's about what, uh, how many is it? 70 million miles away from the sun. How many AU is that? I don't even know how many astronomical units that would be because the Earth is 40 astronomical units from the sun, if I'm not mistaken. So that's pretty close. We would definitely be able to see if this was Nibiru and it was 48 times the Earth's mass and it was on a highly tilted orbit, it, we'd definitely be able to see it 7 million miles away from the sun. That, that's, that's the whole point. Again, if it's coming as close as it is, why can't I see it with my naked eye? Exactly. Why, why, why is it that they're saying that it's, it's hidden or it's this or you have to have this highly advanced telescope? There was a, uh, a YouTube video I watched and I, I know this guy probably feels bad because... In it, he makes it sound like he's hunted by the he was hunted by the government afterwards, and he only had like 200 views on his video. So like I felt bad for him. Yeah. But he was supposed to be a professor at uh, somewhere in Houston, uh, Houston or Texas. He's somewhere around that. And as he's he goes to um, Lord, I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have paid attention a little bit more because I was laughing too hard at him. But he goes to <laughs> he goes to some. Uh, university that has a you know telescope and he's going to yeah. uh look at what's the word what's the word i'm looking for um anomalies or yeah. and, celestial and, just celestial bodies yes he, he's going to study that and he goes there and the opening of the video he talks about how it even has this disclaimer that you know that this this has gotten him in trouble with the government he's on the run blah 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 oh, of course he's in there and he he says in the video he goes Hopefully, I can get this uploaded to YouTube before they, they catch me doing what I'm trying to do. And he goes through this whole spiel of seeing Nibiru and giving you the path of it. And he's supposed to be this professor. And the whole time he's talking, I'm like, this this is supposed to be the most advanced station that there is for viewing all this. And I'm like, it looks like somebody's basement. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this, and it looks like somebody's basement. And he goes through this pole and then he said when he it's during the video he's like i hope i get this uploaded to youtube and a little and the words come across the bottom and said after he did this the he didn't realize that the government tracks or the government owns youtube and they track your ip address and then during it he gets a email from the head of the wherever he's at talking about how they under they see that he's not doing his job that he came to do and that he needs to uh 
email them his future plans so that they they can adjust accordingly. And he's like, they know, they know. It is the most batshit crazy video. And the dude tries to look legit and he sounds intelligent, but it's just the whole video of him putting words on the bottom saying, this is where the government didn't want me to see. This is where they're... And then he's on the run and you only got 200 200 people viewing it. And I'm one of them. It made me feel bad for the guy. (laughs) I feel bad for the dude. And that that reminds me of David Icke, and and hopefully we'll do more episodes about this. Uh, we'll get into that David Icke guy. And, and have you ever heard about him? Have you ever done any research on David him? Icke? Yeah, um, he, uh, he's behind a lot of the the hollow the hollow Earth, if I'm not mistaken. No, and, look, and, if it ain't Kyrie Irving or Shaq, I'm not paying attention to your <laughs> flat Earth theories. I mean, I, I've done a lot of. I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts about it. So, I mean, I, I've got enough basic knowledge to where we could do a lot more oh, episodes uh, we'll, on it, we'll so. get it we'll do a flat earth theory because i love the flat earth theory it is so crazy and i will say this those are probably the most passionate people you will ever see when you come to a conspiracy theory oh yeah truly fucking oh they eat it up they eat it up they ride in it i mean i, I could just on the, the, the day before uh saturday on friday i could just i could just i could just feel the boners popping the conspiracy theorists out there it was crazy it's just and again, oh, we, we survived uh, the Nibiru crash for now, yeah, until for now. O- until October when I guess it's supposed to happen again. <laughs> and they're just gonna keep doing these dates. Nobody, can, I mean, there's no real way that you can, if there is something out there in a heliocentric orbit that's gonna come close enough to the Earth, or something that's gonna come and maybe crash into the Earth, or pull pull the poles off, or what have you, then there's no date you can actually put an actual date on it. You know, and then this this has been shot down by many astronomers, many scientists, credible scientists that say, you know, this is all a hoax, this is all just, you know, hearsay, and it's all, I mean, it all comes from this Zechariah Stitching guy that's, he's, but, he's got like 12 books out or something like but that. But the thing is, though, they're going to say that because they don't want you to know the truth. Exactly. It's the and, same people that blacked out Google exactly. Sky. Again, <laughs> I, I believe, I love conspiracies and I keep open minds, but this one, man, it's... I, there's no way I can believe this and you know what the bad part is this is going to be the one that turns out to be true this is going to be the one well, i mean it, the truth is stranger than fiction truth yes. is a lot stranger than fiction but that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, this, I this one right here is going to be the one that ends up actually destroying the planet when nobody believes this well yeah. you know this oh, is the yeah. most crazy one you can think of to actually believe that another planet is going to either bring the race that brought us to earth or they created us they created us or it's going to be our saving grace and our new home or it's going to destroy our home or it's going to collide with our home whichever one you believe it's just this is going to be the one that's true i did i did I, I, you know it's going to happen because this is so batshit crazy yeah it oh, can't yeah. be true yeah and that's what's going to end up happening. And, and another thing i heard is like uh the gold is supposed to like I stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning listening to this, and it will suck you in. It, it's crazy. It's wild how just sometimes you just listen to this, and it's so credible. And like, you know, I was brought up in a Christian household and everything, and so all these Bible verses that are tying into it, and it just like, whoa, you know, you watch all these YouTube videos, you just get so sucked in. And I mean, they, there was another theory. It's like that they're mining the gold because it extends life. You know, like uh, the reptilian life is supposed to be like, you know, if the reptilians ingest gold and all this other stuff. Could you just imagine, imagine like the elite, the people that like rule this country, like the four or five people, well, like the Rothschilds? They would explain why the Rothschilds <laughs> and the Rockefellers are like living to be 4,000 years old. Could you old. see them in an, underground bumper, in an underground bunker just getting drunk off of Goldschlager all day? 
<laughs> because of the gold in the bottom of it. They're like, it's going to make us live longer. But they might be onto something. Again, because when you're that, when you have that much money and you have that much power and influence, these people are living to be 90, 100, 110. Exactly. Maybe they're on something That's crazy, there. yeah. They, South, I mean, South Park said it best. Uh, Magic Johnson, he cured AIDS because, uh, AIDS because he injected money into his Maybe he was injecting gold. Maybe. You never know, man. I mean, these, these people come up with the craziest theories. And uh, there's going to be a lot more episodes. Hopefully, uh, Jamie and I can team up together. And we'll, we'll get some more episodes out. And, and hopefully, they won't be as just far-fetched and crazy as this one is. I mean, this one is just... Ooh, it'll send you on a loop. Well, I, mean, I think I think if, if you get one that, that actually he, me or you really believe in, then it's probably going to be a little bit better. Yeah, because oh yeah, for sure. Th- this one again, it's just so far fetched. I just I can I have yet to see any. While you're seeing videos of people and they're very intelligent people and they're speaking very well, I have yet to see that one video that made me go, "Holy shit!" Yeah, they're right. Yeah, and until I see it, I just I can't. Yeah, and they tend to always hit the ball out in left field, and and, and Jamie Jamie and I, we'll we'll try to like we'll try to bring it to home plate because <laughs> it's just wow. And there's a lot more that we're gonna have that are gonna be you know just so far fetched, and and there's gonna be a lot of humor in there, and just just kind of hearsay, and and, and we're not really gonna take it. Seriously, so to speak, but there's going to be some that are going to be more credible than the others, and then there's going to be some that are just like some that are just what? there for us to make fun of. Yeah, exactly. From, that's just what it's going to end up. And happening. that's even better. I like those because it's just a lot of humor that comes out of that, and it's just woo. All these right. people, man. Well, I guess we're going to end up wrapping this up, uh, Clint. Where can people get at you? I don't have a Twitter or an Instagram set up for Nerpro Podcast. Like I said, this is. This is our first collaboration, uh, hopefully the first of many. So um, we'll, we'll get together, and you know we'll, we're going to come up. We're going to talk about Hollow Earth. We'll we'll do Hollow Moon. We'll do you know I mean just all the crazies. The reptilian race. Yeah, uh, all the crazies. JFK. All of this is. Yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. There's going to be a lot more episodes coming out like this. So if you're interested in this, give us a shout. Follow us on Stitcher. Uh, Google Play, Apple, Apple iTunes, Podcasts. and uh, SoundCloud is where I get the main things from. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. I'm on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. Uh, let me know what you think of this episode, if we should do more of it. I enjoyed it. I know, Clint, I know you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, And for sure. uh, really, I mean, if I can get two or three people enjoying it, then we're going to do more of this. Exactly. Because that's that's what I enjoy doing. Guys, uh, I have to apologize. The, the very last two minutes of this podcast... Uh, for some reason, the file got corrupted, and it, it just I, it went away. I, it was unsalvageable. I don't know what happened. Um, so I, I do apologize for that. Uh, it was Again, it was just us talking a little bit about the uh, about the, the close-up of it and me giving you the sign-off. Um, again, uh, Apple Pod, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, thank you all again uh, for listening to this episode. If you like it. Uh, leave a comment on it let us know what you think um if we should do more thank you all again for all your support and until next time that's nerdpool see ya